1: When you play the Game of Thrones,
0: you win or you die. There is no middle ground. Hey, welcome back to Westeros. Welcome back to another episode of the Pod of Thrones. I'm your boy, Dino Red, and we got my boy, Latone Hart. What's What's up? And we also got today our very first special guest on the Pod of Thrones by Royal Decree from uh, Tomlin from the King of Westeros, Uh. And protector of the realm, we have none other than Lamont Stewart, uh, Sir Lamont Stewart of Connecticut by way of Miami.
1: Yes, yes. Dragons and titties (laughs) to you all. Dragons and titties (laughs) to you all. No one in real life is that excited for my existence.
0: Oh, but we are, sir. We are.
1: I'll take
0: that a lot because everyone wants to come on the Pot of Thrones until they definitely... come on the
2: Pot of Thrones. I gotta <laughs> believe Grandma and Mom are that excited for you. <laughs> yeah, Grandma. I
1: should say non-family and friends. Oh, okay. perfect strangers. You know they can give a shit. Oh wait, are we doing cursing on this? I forgot.
0: Yeah, you can curse on this. We don't yeah. give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, season five, episode four. The Sons of the Harpy, right? That's the title of this one, right? Sons of the Harpy. Sons of the Harpy. All right. I actually uh, had the title this time. <laughs> very good deal. That's very good. <laughs> All professional and shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. So let's, let's, let's kick it off with, uh, you know how we do. What Overall, what's your impression of this episode? Lamont, you the guest, so I'll start with you.
1: I enjoyed it. Uh, I remember I I read a lot of stuff online where people were saying it was slow. To me, this kind of felt like, because they didn't, from my recollection, they didn't really do as much bouncing around as they usually do. And it seemed to like stay focused. Like it it seemed like anthology version of an episode where we kind of stayed a little longer with some of the scenes. And I really enjoyed that because I'm into pretty much everything this season so far even though it hasn't been a lot of action and things happening like before i really wasn't into john snow what's going on at the wall i i was like whenever it happened i was like i mean i'm growing into it but at this point i'm fully into what's going on at the wall so i'm super psyched so this episode to me if we were given a letter grade for it i'm giving it b plus
0: okay you know i think that's one of the um the advantages to some you know the plus and minus to not seeing what's going on with everybody every week. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the minus is, well, some of, our, some of our favorite characters we don't get to see or some people that some people like more than others. You don't get to check in with them, so you miss them. But on the upside, you spend more time with the ones that you are, you know, who you are looking at this week and, you know, you're not bouncing around quite as much and it, it, it's got a different feel and that's pretty yep. cool.
2: All right, T, what, what's, uh, what, what do you think about this week's episode? I thought the Sons of the Harpy was a necessary episode. I, I agree. There was parts of it that were slow, and then they give you like a major action scene at the end. Yeah. But what I liked about Sons of the Harpy is what a lot of episodes haven't really touched on in Game of Thrones, and that's the history. It was a history lesson. Really, yeah. most mm. of the Sons of the Harpy was about Rhaegar Targaryen. It was like a lot of history. You get to see both sides of of the basic conflict that started the war that right. put Robert in. So, you know, and you got to hear it from different people. Like, oh, this angle, this angle, and this angle. So I thought it was a great history lesson because the show never does flashbacks. Right. So you have to figure out the past through the perspectives of the people that are alive today. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a great episode for context. And I think it revealed some some theories that people have been, you know, pondering, out throwing out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, as far as it being slow, that's
0: the thing about Game of Thrones. And one of the things that makes it so great and so much better than than anything that's, that's ever even attempted to be anywhere near it. I mean, nothing can touch it because even when it's slow, it's still magnificent, which is often, it is often slow. And I can, I am really not, I, I, I'm right now halfway through, the season of uh, Vikings because I hit a slow patch. And when I hit a slow patch in most shows, it's hard for me to get over that hump. As much as I like the show, it's hard for me to push through that slow part. And so I just kind of get stuck there until I can force my way through it and, and the action picks up again. Game of the Thrones, I never had that problem. I don't care how slow it is. They are magical with that. They are, I mean, they are able to keep me enthralled and just totally into it, no matter how slow it goes, no matter, you know, the story may go nowhere, but they are just able to just keep me totally just engrossed in the story. No matter what, say
1: what, Dino, because there was a, early on when they would have those expository scenes when there was a lot of dialogue just being dropped on you, they were very smart in doing it in a whorehouse. And yeah. There'd be an orgy going on.
0: Right, right. Where, like
1: loose fingers train a couple chicks to eat each other out. You right. Know what I'm so that was one slick trick they did to keep you engaged.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the TNA definitely does not hurt. No.
1: <laughs> Is there TNA in Vikings? No.
0: No.
2: Oh, see, Vikings no. is just brutal violence.
0: Yeah, it, it's the it's it's it is a very very poor man's basic version of Game of Thrones.
2: But it's actually based on true his, historic facts. But
0: it's crazy. That's true. I mean, it is when
2: they get the fighting, it's nuts. Yes, it's vicious. Yeah, <laughs>
0: when it's good, it's good. The slow scenes, yeah. they don't do that well. I mean, the, the the periods when it gets slow, they don't handle that as well as uh, Game of Thrones. But when it's good, it is damn good.
2: That's because okay. the Vikings aren't very smart. All they want to do is raid, rape, and pillage.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
2: Their conversation is kind of like, "When are we gonna kill some bitches?"
0: Uh, I don't know. Steal some money, <laughs> right? Right.
2: <laughs> I'll wait for Kurt Sutter's
1: bastard executioner, and uh, you know, of which the first season and a half will be decent, and then the rest will turn to crap. And then he'll kill the main protagonist.
0: <laughs> well, I'm a Kurt Sutter fan, so I mean, I love the Suns. I liked, uh, you know, uh, his work on um, the Shield and all that, and I'm looking forward to his next project. I, I got Latone, uh, I think, into Sons Anarchy. Did you keep up with it, Latone? I know you was going to peep it out, but I tried, but Daredevil got in the way. <laughs> <laughs> Good call, much better call. <laughs> I like Daredevil. I just don't like it as much as everybody else.
1: I can see it, yeah, but I, I don't know. What What don't you like about it? We'll I, get back to Game of Thrones, but Yeah. What, what don't you like about Daredevil?
0: Well, I like I said, I like it. I just don't like it as much as everybody else. Okay. <laughs> okay, back to Game don't of Thrones. I
1: your shit, sorry.
0: No, okay. no, okay. All right, Latone, let's go ahead and um, why don't you go ahead and walk us through
2: our recap. Well, Sons of the Harpy, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this. The start of Game of Thrones, I love the map because it shows, like, all the different places. Yeah. Finally, finally, we see Dorne. Yes. But I'm I'm a little upset. Why do you lump all the brown folks into one country? I mean, that's Sunspear. (laughs) Everywhere else is a city. But when you go to Dorne, you just say Dorne? Like, everywhere else is the Eyrie, is Winterfell, is King's Landing. They don't say the Stormlands. They don't say the North. But Dorne is just Dorne. Yeah. And you know, the little snake was kinda cool, but I was happy to finally see Dorn. That's how they do well, Africa. The, oh, yeah.
0: You know? That's how they do Africa. They don't even bother to break it down into countries, it's just Africa. Just, <laughs> just all the same. <laughs> the, the
2: continent. Yep. yep. The continent. The it's continent in a brown rapper.
1: It's in like like generic, generic continent.
0: Yeah. Or or like uh what did Raven Simone say? I'm from three continents in Africa. No, two two continents in Africa and one continent in Europe. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah it was but i digress go ahead uh latone i'm sorry yeah so i was happy to see Dorn. Mm-hmm. finally we see the city of sunspear because we always hear about the seven kingdoms but we only see six so that was great right and bang the first scene all of a sudden It looks like Floki's making a boat, and I'm thinking I'm on the wrong show since you're talking about Vikings is is what's going on here. But it's just, I guess, a fisherman. Now, Mm -hmm. your boy, Jorah, punches out the fisherman and then pays him. Why not just pay him first? Because
0: had he tried to pay him first, that would afford him the opportunity. He would have had a chance to say no. So you know how the old saying goes, better to ask forgiveness than ask permission. Oh, so okay. he was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna knock him out." But I'm a good guy at heart, so I'm gonna pay him for his boat that I'm gonna steal.
1: I think That's it was by- mostly for the audience's sake, you know what I'm saying? Because if he's stealing our favorite character, you know, a lot of people's favorite character, Tyrion, they're like, "Oh, maybe he's a bad guy. Maybe he's got bad intentions." So this is because this happened at the end of the last episode, so you still don't know where he's at since he got you know expelled. So I'm saying that they did that for the sake of the audience, so you know okay he's in a bad spot, but he's still got a good heart, even though he's kidnapping your boy
2: so nothing makes assault better than a little charity that's I, right I, that's okay. right I get it and, and
1: also, I, I enjoyed the hell I, was, I, thought, I enjoyed the hell out of the way that scene was shot because like this is <laughs> It, to me, that was unlike anything that they, they'd shot before on the show. Like, it, it was like, it, it kind of had a little bit of a heist element. I enjoyed it. And the way he flung Tyrion like a sack of potatoes in that boat. Like was a like, rag doll. Hey, man, this, this is real. All right.
2: <laughs> and, and I like the way Tyrion was gagged and tied up like Natalie Holloway on an Aruba vacation.
1: <laughs> <I'm good>. Zora <laughs> Vandersloot.
0: <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah man. one boat to another boat one boat with jorah the next boat jamie's on a boat and i'm thinking is this the ironborn but no it's just jamie and he dreams about androgynous women as he finally sees the sapphire islands of tarth he was like <laughs> what's that over there oh that's where your boyish type of girlfriend brianna's
0: from <laughs> <laughs> The chrome Warrior. Da- poor jamie he's so sexually confused he's like his sister's his lover and then his uh his his platonic love interest is like uh you know man woman it, it's yeah
2: <laughs> yeah you know, know, he he and he's ahead, so sir. famous there's there's some other women in, in in the world that he can you know he can get at and he has these two really fucked up situations yeah I
1: don't know. If, do you think Sony executives listen to your podcast? Because based on those emails about them not wanting to ve- to develop f- female superheroes, I think Man Woman might be the uh,
2: <laughs> the next developed superhero. Man Woman, hey,
0: just send me my check. Don't they already
2: Don't they already have that? Bruce Jenner. Hello.
1: Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know I was doing a podcast with Jamie Foxx. <laughs>
2: I just thought about it, man, woman, we already got that.
0: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now I always enjoy Bron. I think Bron yeah, is yeah. one of the best characters on the show. Yeah. And it's funny when you know Jamie's trying to pull all this bullshit on him, like, "Oh, I'm going to save your my niece, your niece." Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the worst. Sure? Kept, the worst kept secret in Westeros.
2: Like, you sure it's your niece? Like, why the hell are you going? What? Why are we sneaking on a boat? Why aren't we got some Lannister sails?
0: Yeah, that was pretty uh that was pretty ballsy.
2: Hell
1: yeah.
0: You know, of him to do that, to kind of like call Jamie on this shit like you mean your daughter, right, nigga? Like you ain't even <laughs> fooling with nobody. So that was that was pretty ballsy to do that. No, like, well, one Bron, hand or not.
2: Bron has you know, always been ballsy though. Oh, hell he yeah. doesn't really give a fuck. Oh yeah. No.
0: That's and true. This
2: is
1: like the precursor for the actual you know, Bron look that is going to sun every other Bron look that comes later in the episode.
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. Side eye shade look.
1: Mm-mm. So, yeah, and that's the other thing, too. I don't know if you were getting to the end of that scene where Jamie actually, when he's talking about Tyrion, he's like, he killed my father. If I see him, you know, I don't know. What, what do you guys think of Jamie talking about he would fuck Tyrion up if
2: you saw him? I don't believe- I think he's trying to convince Bron, but I don't think he's convinced. I think he's
0: trying to. Co- Convince Braun and himself. I don't I don't think he would do it. I think he'd like to believe that he would do it, but when the time came, I don't think he'd be able to do it.
2: And then again it'd be interesting. That'll be an interesting scene because nobody Jamie was really close to his father. He really needed his father's approval. And he's close to Tyrion. Who knows what he's gonna do? And then Cersei is always telling him, you know, emotionally terrorizing him, making him feel some type of way. So who knows? Do you think
1: Jamie and Tyrion are going to be in the same place at the same time again?
2: I mean, who knows?
0: I don't know, but I tell you this: Jamie's so fucking sorry now that Tyrion probably could take him. Mm. (laughs) I I don't know about that. Hey, Tyrion is Tyrion survived some shit. He's been in battle and stuff, and he's managed to to you know he's like a little roach or something. He keeps on ticking. (laughs)
2: <laughs> he gets under rocks and stuff, like when he was fighting the Mountain Clans and he ducks down and Catelyn Stark was out there. I mean, he gets low. Yeah. He goes Little John immediately in a battle.
0: And he, and he will strike, though, too. He he strikes strategically. And, like, he fights guerrilla style, you know? <laughs> yeah. So So uh, I don't know. If I was Jamie, I'd watch out, you know. You know what?
2: <laughs> Yo, go ahead. You know, the next scene, we end up in King's Landing and the small council has gotten very small. And somehow Cersei decides to send Captain Kangaroo to Bravos to <laughs> settle a debt. I don't think that's going to work. But did you notice that she sent Sir Marin with him?
0: Yep, Sir Marin I th- Trent. I think
2: that's a suicide. I think she just sent him over there to have him killed.
0: Yes. I think she sent uh, uh, Mace Tyrell to pay a debt with his head. Yeah.
2: Oof. And he's all, yeah, he's the goofy motherfucker. But the whole, the the, the Reach, High Garden there's a real strong commentary there because that's the only society in the Seven Kingdoms that's a matriarchy. And the women run it, and all the men are either effeminate or stupid. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but even still, why would she even go through that? I mean, Grant, we see what happens later with the sun, but knowing that Diana Rigg, I forgot her name, is out there. The Queen of Swords. Yeah, why would Cersei even run that run that game just because Doofy Captain Kangaroo Kangaroo's bouncing, <laughs> and then she throws you know the other dude with the fucking the beard the gray guy he's like small council grows smaller not small enough mm-hmm. you know and then she goes sends him off like Diana Rigg is still in play
2: and she's yeah. she ain't playing. Well, Lamont, I think it goes back to what Tywin said about Cersei. You're not as smart as you think you are. Okay. Yeah,
0: Tyrion said that too. <laughs> yeah, Apparently, yeah, everybody like, knows except for Cersei that she's not as smart yeah. as she thinks she is. Especially
2: but you know what I'm ions. interested in? Hmm. Yeah. Sir Marin going to Bravos is going to be very interesting when a, girl, when a girl discovers him. Because he's on a girl's list. Yes, he's on a girl's list. He's on a girl's so. hit list. Oh, yeah. That's that should so be very interesting. And now we have the faith militant. Okay, we got the ISIS of Westeros. What, what's going on? Like, right? You want to, like, because arming religious fanatics never caused any problems. Huh. Seriously, that—that that was a good idea. Well, they would stopped doing it like two thousand years ago for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I liked his quote: though. wars teach men to obey the sword." And I'm thinking, tell Loris that when he's swallowing one. I mean, Ooh. Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> There's no guns in Westeros. <laughs> I think now, the High Sparrow is just kind of chilling, man. He's like, all right, Cersei. I think Cersei's setting herself up for a big fall here.
1: Now, see, here's a slight spoiler alert, and this is not coming from me knowing anything, so I don't know if it's really a spoiler, but I remember reading during, like, a few months ago when they were filming, like, the season, like, the actress that plays Cersei had a problem with walking down the street naked. Right. Now, yeah. I know that last time they caught that, you know, the preacher, the pastor, whatever he was in the whorehouse, they made him walk down the streets naked in shame. Now that Cersei's aligning herself with this sparrow, like and everyone clearly knows about, you know, it's no longer like just whispers. They're yelling it at Tommen in public. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Cersei's about to come for a fall. And that, you know, that one flashback they had with that fortune seer or what have you laughing. I think, yeah, Cersei's walking herself right into his shit.
2: Yeah. yeah. And I want to add to that. We got Tyrion in the boat. We got Sansa in a crypt. And we got Lancel at the tattoo parlor. But remember, Lancel knows all of the Lannister and Cersei's dirt. And now he's like a religious fanatic. Right. So she, there's no way for her to hide now that she's yep. weaponized them. They got to come after her eventually because Lancel knows everything.
0: Right. Hoisted See, by her own petard.
1: I yeah. hope to hell that we as uh, American citizens are able to take this and use it as an analogy against the wealthy in America who are destroying the country. <laughs> I'm saying, they're so, they're so blinded by, and so, you know, their own hubris. They don't allow themselves to even see the reality of what's going on. They're just like, oh, as long as we're living and we're abiding by what we believe in, then everyone else is just going to go along with it. And this is people saying no. No, you will no longer. No, we are not standing by this and rising up yeah. like that.
0: Yeah, Westeros is the anagram for West Baltimore.
1: <laughs> uh.
2: Shit, maybe Flea Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Flea Bottom, now they have prohibition in Flea Bottom. I mean, they're knocking down speakeasies and busting open beer. And I'm thinking, man, once Littlefinger finds out this racket, He's gonna be big when he hooks up with like you know Nucky Thompson and you know all these other guys, man. Once he gets you know some some uh, you know from Cuba, once he gets some of that rum, he's gonna be in there. Yeah. And yeah. did you hear the line where they broke into the brothel and someone said "boy fucker buggery"? Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. My, my first mind was, what part of Westeros is this? Atlanta fell. Is, what, where is this? <laughs> Is this Atlanta? If Atlanta <laughs> fell, where they go down, they go, we shall go down. What the hell is San going Francisco on? roast? Maybe San Francisco roast, perfect. <laughs> and my poor boy Tommen, he's so sleeping on the futon tonight. I bet you Marjorie wish she had Joffrey pussy whipped went during that scene. Did you guys peek not- this though? That okay,
0: when Tommen, when Tommen had to go to the High Sparrow. Uh, I might be jumping ahead a little bit. Let me let me let me let you finish. Uh, let me back up to where you was talking about. Uh, well, no, well, Marjorie was let just. You finish. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he he was. He was. You know what's funny is the fact that Marjorie was playing him so that he wouldn't know what was going on, saying how well his mother and her were getting along. Mm-hmm. So right uh, a couple episodes ago, she was saying, "Oh, your mother. She's been so wonderful to me," and yada 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 yada. And now, well, and now well, she was
2: mad. Remember, she came in and she was like, I thought you sent your mother away. Right. That was right. The first thing she said. First right. Thing
0: right. Said. What I'm saying is, though, I'm saying that previously she set it up so that that Tommen did not know about their beef. She yeah. set it up that way. Right. She she lied and, and played it off like they're getting along so wonderfully. Your mom is so great. I love her so much. Send the bitch away. Right. That was basically how she came at him. Now, then she bust into the room, whatever all pissed off and it's like, your mama is crazy and she didn't locked up my brother. Why that bitch ain't in the old lady's home? Like I told you to send her to. And he's like, yes. he's like, wait, what you and my mom not getting along. And then she's like irritated by the fact that he doesn't understand that. He failed for her scheme. It's like, Okay, that was your scheme. You you pulled that you pulled the wool over his eyes. You didn't want him to know that y'all had beef, and now you like irritated because he doesn't know that you guys got
2: beef. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that part. I enjoyed Marjorie right there cuz she came in there really fired up and really angry and aggressive and emotional, and she realized, "Okay, this approach is not going to work with him. This isn't Joffrey." So, "Don't you love me?" Then she went to the whole, "Well, aren't I good to you? Why would why why wouldn't you help me?" Like she went into the damsel in distress right. That's so perfect of how women will try to manipulate you. Oh yeah. You're oh, going to I bed thought
1: tonight, but- right?
0: <laughs> I'm going with my family. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that thing that you like to do all day and all
2: night? Yeah, you won't exactly. be doing it until my brother gets out of jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what happened during that scene? I had the perfect idea for a boy band. We can get King Tommen and Lord Robin Aaron, and we can call them like bitches with titles. And- <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: they can go all throughout Westeros, can, so, you know, cuz they're kind of boy bandish. I'm telling you, they're going to make mad loot. BWT. And,
0: right, right. Then B-W-T. we can get Renly Baratheon and uh Renly. is he, isn't he dead? Well, you know, yeah, he can come back oh, to life Yeah, yeah, we bring Renly back. We get Renly Baratheon. Hologram. We get yeah. uh uh So <laughs> Sir, Sir Loris Sir, Sir and uh we can have the Backstreet Boys of Westeros. Hey, yeah, that'll be that'll work. Or the backdoor boys. I'm sorry. The backdoor boys.
2: Backdoor (laughs) boys.
1: Latone, is the guy on the high council Marjorie's father?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. So why are they not communicating better? Is it going back to that thing of him being too stupid to even be in on a plan? Because he would have to know that he's in these small council meetings with Cersei and she ain't going anywhere.
2: Because See, the reach is a, a matriarchy. The women are the only ones that know what the hell is going on. The men are disposable in the reach. But wait, Lamont, okay. communicating about what exactly?
1: Because if she's saying your mom's still here, but oh, she's playing him saying that your
2: mom's still here, right? Yeah, yeah, she's okay. playing. And Marjorie t- doesn't ever talk to her father because her father, her grandmother has basically told her her father is worthless. He's right. okay. a symbol. He's nothing more than. In a goofball a symbol he doesn't well, then you know. she's not using her all her tools on the chessboard.
1: well she's not playing a game as well because well, that's a source of information
2: yeah but he's just accommodating all he wants to do is okay yes whatever anyone says
0: i doubt he really can give her any information that she doesn't already have or can get anyway i mean she's and in bed with Tommy. Like so
2: marjorie already set the the major piece in play she walked out of the room and she said i'm calling my grandmother and we all know the Queen of Thorns is basically the female Tywin Lannister. So, yeah. hell is coming. Hell is coming. Okay. She w- she walked out and said, no pussy for you, one year. She said, I need to call my grandmother. I need to be with my family now. And I'm thinking, Tommen, cake and pomegranate juice ain't going to fix this. <laughs> Got to go tuck your tail and go home like Sir Pounce. It's just not going to fix it. So, Tommen. And then, of course. Huh? No, go ahead. And then, Tommen. Tries to go, you know, see the high sparrow. His and first they wouldn't test. Let him in. His first test. his first test. And he failed. And I, w- I so right at that moment. I know everybody hates Joffrey, but I so wanted him to go, Joffrey.
0: <laughs> I
2: so wanted him to be like, kill everybody. And now, do we have a problem? Well, this this was interesting.
0: This is what this scene. We've seen this this basically this scene at least two other times with two other characters. We saw it with uh, Khaleesi when she uh, chopped off the head of, of the dude that uh, killed the prisoner. And everybody rioted on her and turned against her. So she fucked up. And then we saw it with Jon Snow when uh, he was going to uh, cut off uh, the coward, uh, coward fuck boy's head. And he, he actually passed. And so this was Tommy's turn. Well, and-
1: no, because no one was on their knees on the chopping block. This was, and also too, I think you're giving Joffrey too much credit because I don't think in a moment Joffrey would have been like, "Get them," because Joffrey was a bitch's bitch. Like, if Joffrey was like in the carriage down the street, he would say, "Yes, attack them." But in the moment, Joffrey didn't have the balls to give that command.
2: Oh, I disagree, especially when that when the king's guard behind him said, "Say the word," and will Joffrey was so obsessed with power, yeah, he would say, "Kill him."
0: I agree. I think Joffrey would have, too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, basically, well, Tomlin, yeah. So this was Tomlin's uh, basically uh, tough dilemma type situation, his first test. And he – it was almost a lose-lose situation. I I think uh, he could have gotten out of it, but he would have had to make another choice other than the two that was presented. Two choices were presented. One was kill everybody – and go in there by force. The
2: other one was go away and come back another day. Both of those were lose lose scenarios. Uh, I think like if you're a leader, eventually you got to make hard decisions, and hopefully you kill everybody who didn't like your decision, and <laughs> just change history to work to your favor. Yeah, but there's <laughs> there's also uh, there's also other there's also
0: other dis- uh, another route to go or other routes to go. What I would have done is
2: the problem is he's facing religion. And the 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 power of belief is difficult to defeat because you can't kill an idea. That's well, the power. That's, that's no that's the, the pro- problem. No, the
0: problem is that he was young and inexperienced because all he had to do was say, OK, uh, take these motherfuckers under under guard, you know, whoop their asses or whatever. You don't have to kill arrest anybody them. arrest arrest them. arrest them, you know, hold them aside or whatever. And go and snatch the high sparrow up by his by his bald head and drag his ass out here to see his king. But the problem is he showed weakness.
2: And when you show weakness Yes, he's the, that's that's the problem. I said he yeah. failed. I said he failed. Weakness. So I said
0: weakness. this this is what he could have done instead of showing weakness. Yeah. And if, also if his, if, when if his he, grandfather was alive, that wouldn't have happened. Also, it, it's, it's a better choice than killing everybody and starting a riot like well, he would have got basically this is the same result that Khaleesi got for chopping off dude's head.
2: No, Khaleesi is a foreigner.
0: That's different. It is different. But still, I think the people, uh, these people being religious zealots, the, you, they don't respect them. You see, they was calling them abomination and all that kind of stuff. So they don't really recognize them as a king anyway you know, uh, they don't respect him as a king anyway. So I don't think, I think had he gone in there and slaughtered all those guys, they would have risen up. I'm not saying it would have been a big problem because most of them aren't armed. You know, they could have just ended up killing them too, but still, I mean, that would have been, you know,
2: not good politically. (laughs) You're right. One of the common folk did yell in the background, born of sin at Tommen while he was standing there. And I got to think that's going to Make these murder monks like Lamont was saying, they're going to have to turn on Cersei soon because it's kind of common knowledge that, you know, he's not really Robert's son and there's some incest going on. And I think you gave these these people too much power to Faith Militant. And I think they're gonna come after her, man. That was that was pretty interesting. A lot of people didn't grab that, but I think that was like a real deep reveal yeah. for what's gonna happen later on in this season. Oh yeah. Now, do
1: you think Ned Stark's investigation is what informed other people, or people like the common people all suspected along the way?
2: I think no. We- well, Ned Stark discovered it and sent Ravens to everybody. Right. Right. Okay. Good. That's what so spread ra- it all over the
0: place because I think before that it was a, a pretty good, pretty well kept secret. But that's why that's one of the reasons why Ned Stark is uh, no longer with us.
2: And it didn't help that that, they didn't help that they went and killed all of Robert's bastards like with right after that message went out. Or so So they thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they thought. But I'm just saying people were like, well, they're killing kids and everything now. So this must be true. Like they're overreacting.
0: Not to mention, according according to that, uh, that witch that we saw in the flashback in episode one, uh, Robert's got like 20 kids.
2: Yeah, because oh, yeah, Robert's
0: the man. There. man.
2: Robert's the man. <laughs> I love Robert. Robert's the man. Fighting, fucking, and drinking and eating. Exactly, <laughs> Robert's like Robert's like Thor. <laughs> R rated fight. Exactly, the R rated Thor. Right. Now the next scene. The next scene was was to me and Dino and I are getting ready to argue was the best <laughs> scene ever in Game of Thrones because Stannis reminds me of my father. He is not emotional. He is not affectionate. He is not caring. All he will make sure you have some food, make sure you're awake in the morning, and make sure you have a bus pass. Everything else, get the hell out of my face.
1: Actually, Man. I think if where you're going to your argument, there's a scene right before your, your argument scene that's uh, made quite an impression on me, to be honest with you. What the scene Red is that? Witch and uh Jon Snow. Oh that, that was next. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's next, yeah.
1: That's next. Red Witch and Jon Snow and then Stannis.
0: No, no. Oh, okay. I think you got... The, wait.
1: I'm watching it right now. Oh, like, are, guess, okay. He's watching it. He's watching okay. it.
0: Okay. Well, I guess we can't argue with that. <laughs> I'm looking at the Red Witch's pretty
1: titties right now.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, my quote of the night, because we always do this, was, of course, you are the Princess Shireen of the House Baratheon, and you are my daughter. And I have to say, I had to fight tears. And I've yeah. never had to do that on this show. Never. Only because I understand growing oh, up around God. a very stoic, strong guy who will not admit to his emotions.
0: I can't believe at all. I can't believe you drinking the Kool-Aid too. Everybody oh, yeah. is everybody's drinking that Stannis Kool-Aid. Fuck Stannis.
2: Hold on a Look. second.
1: You don't like that scene with him and his daughter?
0: No. You know why? You got you. He says are you ashamed yeah, of me, father? She I, comes I, I, tell thinking, I tell father you why. I tell you why. I don't like it. I mean, it's not that the scene itself was bad, but his actions that sub that don't don't beautiful. support it. Beautiful. He he allowed her to be locked away in a dungeon beautiful all her life. And beautiful. And, and shut up. And <laughs> cut your fucking mic. And beautiful. not only that. He never even she answered. Got- her, he never answered a question because the answer is obviously yes. That's why he allowed her to be locked away. Don't we, I said he? His daughter said, "Are you ashamed of me?" And instead of saying yes or no, he tells her this long, uh, sappy story about how he did this and what. Man, like Chris Rock said, "Motherfuckers always trying to get props for shit they supposed to do." I tried to save your life, nigga. That's your daughter. You supposed to try to save her life. Shut the fuck well, up
2: and sit down. Well, my friends, what we're hearing here is Dino's repressed feelings towards his father. But <laughs> what I'm trying to say is she has grayscale, which is the equivalent of Ebola. So in this time, with no modern medicine, he can't really let her frolic about because other people are ignorant and scared. No, but he went. No. and found, Yes, he can't. People in everyone that has grayscale, they they isolate them. They're like lepers in she her own
0: gray- castle. S- That's some bullshit. He's the king. And his daughter's not free to walk around her own castle. That's, all, some, bullshit. He's, he's that's not, some bullshit. He's not the king. He's the, he's king. the king. He's the king of he's, where
2: he is. He's a lord of Dragonstone, which he, is a Targaryen he's, castle. He's the nobody's king. walking around that damn castle because everybody's afraid of the castle because it's way off and the Targaryens built it. So that's nobody's some, that's walking some around bullshit.
0: I am not who buying else, it. Who
2: have you ever seen in his castle?
0: I ain't buying but it. But his
2: crazy ass wife. There's no servants. Now, to that's, dragons, the, now right? that's the
0: one who ought to be locked away in a dungeon somewhere. Yeah,
2: and remember when she tried to beat her, he was like, that's my daughter. You will not beat her. He always shows compassion for this girl. Okay. Everybody he, thinks he's a, he, a leper. Okay,
0: great. That's, he's her daddy. He's supposed to. I'm not saying he's the worst daddy of the, in the world, but he ain't motherfucking father of the year either.
2: Listen, he's father I mean of the year he is. and he's the worst hugger in the seven kingdoms. <laughs> and that's yeah, another he thing. He barely even hugged her. He barely hugged her.
1: He did eventually. Here's the thing. Stannis was boring as shit. He had a lot of activity going around. A boring, stoic, nothing of a character. That scene right there, that scene right there made Stannis into someone I now give a shit about what he's doing going forward. Me
2: too.
0: Y'all drinking the Kool-Aid. One little that fucking scene and all of a sudden. That was a
2: beautiful scene. This, and, and, that and, and, that and, was and, a beautiful masculine love scene. And
0: then all of a sudden it doesn't matter that the little girl's been locked away in a dungeon all her life. Hey, y'all, nobody's y'all easy. Y'all niggas nobody's is easy. Perfect. I y'all, locked my
2: goddamn daughter in the closet yesterday.
0: Y'all easy. <laughs> y'all now, easy. Now, let's get
2: to Lamont's favorite part. Melisandre slithers into the room <laughs> with no panties on, and Sam thinks, Gilly don't look like that. Damn. And I'm thinking another redhead is after Jon Snow, but somehow he manages to stay away from her smoke machine because Jon Snow is like a walking Drake CD. I mean, I just... <laughs> I don't know if I could turn it down. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm
0: that's I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying too. Especially when you are getting it as infrequently as Jon Snow is, and all them other fools up there at the wall. I don't I don't know if I could have turned that. She looked. Uh, I mean, she ain't the, the the finest thing in the world, but she's the looks pretty damn good. Especially when you ain't getting a. Yeah.
2: Especially when you're at Castle Black, right? Also, can I just go back
1: real quick? You mentioned Drake. I saw something this week. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. Remember how Madonna kissed Drake? Uh, on that on that show or whatever it was stage
2: <laughs> two boys two, Madonna kissed Drake I didn't see two boys kiss each other on TV is it Michael Oh video <laughs> no nah, but Madonna kissed Drake on some thing and it looked like he was gonna throw
1: up
0: but right, right.
1: Uh, actually but people were saying that he was upset because she kissed him and he didn't get to know her first
0: <laughs> nah that's some bullshit
1: <laughs>
0: she had right, some stank breath or something I don't know something, something was going was on up. like I felt like she Madonna mouth on. raped him yeah because he was struggling no. trying to get away. Yuck. She forced she she forced herself upon him. Now that, that was mouth rape.
2: Mm. Now, I kind of get it, because the Lord's bell, Biv DeVoe remind the Lord Commander, never trust a red god in a smile. So I kind of <laughs> got it. I kind of understood stood why he pushed her away. But why does Melisandre, I can never say her name, why does she want John's Longclaw? I thought she only wants royal blood. So does that mean his father was a dragon prince? Did she say she only wanted to fuck royal dicks? Well, she's basically her actions have said she only has children, she only has sex with men who have royal blood. Remember yeah, she, she,
1: she I I was reading something on uh, Reddit I think it was and there was there's you know, I don't read a whole lot of theories like I I gave up on reading theories about TV shows when Lost ended. But <laughs> <laughs> I was reading something about uh, John Snow's lineage, and I don't know how real it is. So I didn't read the books or anything. But did you guys do you guys go into this kind of thing on the show, or do you s- avoid it?
0: We talk about well, theories sometimes. Well, that's one theory we've talked about just because it's so ubiquitous. You kind of have to talk
2: about it. Well, here's the theory. Okay, the theory is that from from Melisandre's thing. Remember, she screwed Stannis because there's power in King's blood. Remember, mm-hmm. she put the leeches on what's his name, uh, Arya's friend, the boy Robert's son. The bastard. I can't remember his name. Just call him the bastard. Robert's bastard. Yeah. You remember who I'm talking about? He he was a bastard uh, number seventeen. Yeah. Somebody snow. No, he was a he was he was uh, damn. I can't remember his name, but she put the leeches on him because he had royal blood. Remember, she kind of tricked him. Okay. And now she's trying to, and now she's slithering up on Jon Snow. So it's like she can sense royal blood. I think this is what I'm thinking. And there's a theory. That Jon Snow is, but that Jon Snow is Ned's nephew,
0: right? Yeah, and that, that Rhaegar Targaryen is his father,
2: and because Lyanna. Because of that story, that Littlefinger is was mother. saying, yeah. yeah, right. And a little bit later in the show, we kind of get some more hints towards that. Yeah, we kind of get yeah, some more the hints towards catacombs,
1: that. Or what he calls
2: things. Yeah, because yeah. that's kind of where we go next, where Sansa picks up the black feather that King Robert left on Lyanna's tomb on the first episode of season one. You remember that? Remember he put that... Remember she picked it up and dusted it off? Yeah. Remember Remember when Robert put it down there and he said, in my dreams at night, I kill him every night. He was talking about killing Rhaegar. Right. And Ned was like, well, you didn't really know her. You know, Ned is kind of like trying to say, hey, calm down, man. You didn't really know Lyanna, even though she was promised to you. Maybe, you know, she didn't want to be with you, dude. Just and Robert... <laughs> Poor Robert. And even though Robert's propaganda campaign against Rhaegar still works with Sansa, I was glad that Littlefinger gave his perspective on being at the the, the tournament at Heron Hall, which is As basically which is basically where Liana becomes Helen of Troy. <laughs> right. She becomes Helen of Troy. Because Rhaegar and Selmy are the last two battlers, and whoever wins these tournaments, they give, oh, uh, I guess a bouquet of flowers to the Queen of Beauty and Love.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: if you don't give those flowers to your wife, and you give them to some other chick, yeah, that's a problem. When you're the prince that everybody wants, because remember, Cersei wanted Rhaegar. You know, she was married to Oberyn's sister, but all the women in the in the Seven Kingdoms wanted Rhaegar because he was you know, beautiful and kind and gentle and a Targaryen. So he ends up giving winter roses to Lyanna. Now, one thing about winter roses, you can only get them one place. He was at Harrenhal. How did he get winter roses there? He was planning that from the beginning. You can only get winter roses at the wall. Okay. <laughs> so Littlefinger's telling the story. He walked by everybody and gave her winter roses so that's like, man, you went to Zales and put a down payment on these roses, mm-hmm. even also, though your too, wife is you, there.
1: Because you're the knowledgeable one. Later on, when um, uh, Khaleesi's uh, buddy Selmy, I think is name, is uh, Ob- Ob- he was Selmy, <clears throat> yeah, he was telling the story about now about the guy who would sing on the street. That was the Mad King. He was
2: talking about. No, right? no he no, was talking that about Rhaegar. That's the Rhaegar. Brug- yeah. That the, the, the same person Littlefinger's talking about is the same, same person, person. Selmy's talking about. Okay, that's that's, and that's Kaleesi's he's Kaleesi's brother, his oldest brother. Yeah. oldest brother. Right. That's not the gold crown. Then that's a different brother. N- yeah, it's a different brother. We never seen him. He's never been okay. on the show. Yeah, he, right. he Rengar, was there
0: when the show started.
2: Yeah, you're thinking about Viserys, the asshole. Thank you, thank you. Okay.
0: Right. Oh, you talking about Diglis? Yeah.
2: The game where Carl Drago put the gold on his head.
0: Right. Right.
2: Okay, so and, you're man, back in the catacombs, sir. Yeah, so, you know, Littlefinger's down there hitting her up, you know what I'm saying? And he says he's betting on Stannis the same way I bet on Mayweather during any welterweight pillow fight. I mean, he might as well. <laughs> it's not like he's going to get hit. <laughs> and he's betting on Stannis, and Littlefinger's slick. He's setting up all his ducks in a row, like, I'm going to run the Erie, you're going to run Winterfell. And I, I like I like Littlefinger, man. He's like the Bill Belichick of the Seven Kingdoms. He's always working the long play, and he's not afraid to cheat.
0: Oh, yeah, I respect his game. He got mad game. You got to respect his game. Got to respect him. got to
2: respect him. You don't have to like him. I ain't like
1: him from when he got Ned Stark with that uh, spear in the leg.
2: Right, right.
1: That, that kind of set it off. Uh, well, you
2: know. he had to do that because he couldn't kill, you know, that was love. He'd been in love with Cat his whole life, and Ned's brother fucked him up and cut him up. So he had to get revenge eventually. One day.
0: Mm. Well, I don't. I don't yeah, I, I'm with. I'm with you, Lamont. I don't like him, but I respect him. All
2: right. He realized he can't fight, so he's got to be devious. He's got to be yeah. like yeah. backstabbing stuff. But well, the Lyanna. Sto- yeah, go. But but the Liana story in the in the catacombs. I, that's why I thought this episode was really about Rhaegar. Was really about explaining what happened. I think with the Jon Snow and her wanting royal blood. About talking about the, the tournament at Harrenhal. Hall. Mm-hmm. I think this episode set up Rhaegar to show, like, the theory that everybody has out there yeah. might be true.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of exposition. But it was good. It was good. Mm-hmm.
2: Hell yeah. Now, now we go to Dorn. And of course, you know, Snake for dinner. Uh, I thought Braun was trying to kill Jamie. I was like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> right? <laughs> he just like, you know, you want some breakfast? You want some Snake?
1: Well, he might have because of that. Because before that was that boat trip. He's like, and then he's up there. Bronze up there rowing the boat, and Jamie just holds up the dead hand, like, "Sorry,
2: Holmes, can't help you." Get yeah, out. Yeah, that was fun. And he even said that's... that you know I can't dig a ditch with my hand. Everything is the mm-hmm. same. Yeah.
0: See, if I was Jamie, I would go to that that uh, that little crazy Meister, that 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 Kyber, uh, his his sister's boy. Yeah, Kyber, I would go to him. And I would have him make me attachments for that hand. So, like, one minute, I could put on, a, like, a knife. So, when I'm fighting, I have two two knives or something. and Or, like, you can put a shovel where you need to dig. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> like, whatever you need. Like you Mr. Potato gotta, Head? Yeah, just have an attachment for all your, just a, a right hand, a bunch of, a bunch of right hand attachments.
2: That'd be pretty <laughs> funny, actually. He should do that. Yeah, he should. I would. They could do it. You can have a and then Jamie, Jamie's kind of stupid. I mean, I like Jamie and Bronn's big adventure. It's like Murtaugh and Riggs head to Dorn. Yeah, it's a buddy you know, cop movie. It really is. But Jamie, obviously, he's really been sheltered. Bronn's been everywhere. Yeah. So he knows ain't no damn sharks near Dorn. Jamie's only been in the castle. Yeah. So he really showed his ignorance talking to Saladin and his friends out there. Like, it's not going down. There's no sharks here. And we know Braun's going to fight. And I always love Braun fight because Braun never fights fair. Right. He's always about, like, that guy fought fair, honorable, and he's dead. Right. He's cutting up horses and doing all that. But Jamie, he still can't make a layup with his left hand. I mean, he's... Not
1: even can't make a layup. Can't make a fucking sell a story. (laughs) Fucking That involves nothing involving his hand. He couldn't even get that shit straight. That was the look of looks right there. When he's up there and Bron is crafting this beautiful tail, about to get him off the hook maybe. You never know. But he was setting it up. It was beautiful. And here comes Jamie. Yeah, we we thought we were going to get eaten by the sharks. Bron cut him the look of looks. That was was that mom
2: look. I'm
1: not a fan of the N-word, but that look right there with Bron going, nigger! Did you just...
2: It was. It was a great look.
0: Yeah, you know what though? I like that. I like the fact that Jamie was like no good at any of that. Because you know why? Because Jamie's not. Because Jamie never had to. Jamie's always been the prince. The silver spoon up his ass. Right. He's always been the Lannister. He's always been, you know, we we have we one of the richest families in all of westeros jamie's never he's always been i'm jamie lannister i'm sir jamie lannister kingslayer fuck you give me what i want move the fuck out the way don't how dare you don't challenge me i will cut your fucking head off that's jamie's attitude that's somebody somebody like that don't know how to be slick what the yeah. slick for what he ain't never had to be slick he ain't never had and to
2: hide he ain't never had to be cunning
0: he ain't never had to do any yeah, of that shit so exactly. that's why he sucks at it
2: He's got a great name and he's got wealth, so he can just walk around entitled. Right. But well,
1: that kind of means that Kingsguard ain't really about shit. Because if he, you know, he ain't got no skills, then what the fuck? You good with a sword, but you ain't good with
2: nothing else. <laughs> but you ain't. Well, you know, be. Jamie was the Jamie was the only one in the Kingsguard that doesn't have any accomplishments either. Right. Okay. He was kind of put on the Kingsguard as a fuck to Tywin because the Mad King, the Mad King, and Tywin got into a fight, and so the Mad King to piss off Tywin. He said, Well, look, I'll take, take your, your heir.
0: Son,
2: and now you don't have an heir. Right. Now you can't, he can't have any kids. Now he can't be the lord of Castle Rock. Now your line stops unless you want to make Tyrion the lord. And he knows he's not going to do that.
1: Hmm. And then there that was also that scene of Jamie looking in the book, seeing he had no accomplishments and whatnot. Yeah.
2: oh, no, jo- that was Joffrey. Joffrey. Like, what, what, you, you didn't do jo- shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because jo- most of the Kingsguard are, are like some of the best warriors. To get on the Kingsguard, you have to be like accomplished and Jamie wasn't even accomplished, so it was kind of like a backhanded compliment to his father. I'll put your great son on here even though he ain't done shit. Mm. Now, there was a great quote, even though it's not my quote of the week during all this. Well, right before this, when Braun said, there's nothing like a good fight to get you in the mood for fucking, and I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I have to say I agree.
0: Actually, I don't need a fight to get in the mood for fucking. I just kind of like I'm just kind of already in the mood, just automatic. That's like my my default is I just walk around in the mood for fucking. <laughs> that's just how I'm just built like that. I don't need you any. Just built like that. Yeah, I don't need no preface. I don't. Is that nah, that's just a fact.
2: See Alice with Dino Red.
0: And I just wake up, just like I'm just in the mood. Uh, I go to work in the mood. I go to lunch break in the mood. Come back from lunch in the mood. Come home Damn. from work in the mood. You know You
2: must be lightheaded a lot.
0: I'm just I'm just I'm good to go. I'm like the energizer bunny, just good to go.
2: That's why it's so
1: light skinned. Ain't no blood flowing up to your head.
0: (laughs) That is it. It's all it's
2: all flowing to the other head. (laughs) (laughs) Now I did have a problem with this episode. I thought the half sisters I thought the half sisters, the sand snakes. We're a little bit disappointing. I mean, I'm thinking, oh, o- Oberon, the Viper was very exciting and fun, and yeah. he was just kind of crazy. And then his daughters were kind of dour and kind of, uh well, I mean, they okay. are in a desert tent,
1: you know, in <laughs> yeah. the middle of nowhere. You gotta give him a little credit on that one.
2: I just expected a little more, a little salsa from, dancing or something. From what I and heard,
0: his- from what I heard, only the uh, that 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 one, the, that the main one that did gave the little speech. She's the one with like the most personality and the most dominant one. I I hear the other two in the book are just kind of a little bit on the forgettable side. That's what I heard. I don't know how well, true the, it is. Well, the
2: the point of them in the book is there's just, just so many of them. They're all so different. They're all so different. The one that threw the spear, yeah. She's just a fucking warrior. She might as well be a Spartan. But yeah. the other ones, one of them is really smart like a maester. another one is really high society. You know, they're all really these big different personalities but it's all like a a cover-up camouflage for how dangerous they are speaking of maesters
0: the little uh sidetrack right here i think uh john snow i think he ought to send sam off to maester school wherever that is it's like sam's headed in that direction however you become a maester it seems like the, isn't that like the perfect job for sam you know what i'm saying saying he needs to go ahead and and, and grant sam that uh you know that go ahead and make it official and be like, you know what, Sympatical. motherfucker, you, you halfway there. Go ahead and, and become a maester.
2: well what is, they they spend is a maester. A, a maester is basically they keep all the knowledge and all. They're the they're the professors of like a fucking foundation. chief
0: librarian.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. But they all the general dark ages knowledge, but they spend like ten years in school and they start them pretty young. Yeah, they but, start them like at ten and eleven. So but Sam's Sam is from he, Sam is from one of the greatest fighting families in the seven kingdoms. And he's such a disappointment that his father said, I'll either kill you or you go to the wall. Right. Cause you're such a disappointment to me.
0: Right. Another father of the year, him and him and Stannis Baratheon. I mean, uh, Stannis, uh, yeah, Stannis, Stannis Baratheon can compete for father of the year, man. Uh, this
2: is before women's live, man. This is the harsh world.
0: So, so yeah, but Sam's an autodidact. So, um, even though he didn't start, uh, um, officially, at that young age, he started on his own at a young age. So I don't believe Sam would have any problem uh, picking up where where the other ones are at his age. I think Sam could probably be a meister in like two semesters. At, uh, two I semesters of junior college, the uh, junior college of Westeros. <laughs> and uh, Sam will be done with his meisterhood, and he can come back to the wall just knowing every goddamn thing.
2: I could see that. I could see that. But getting back to Dorn.
0: Yeah, back to um, Dorn.
2: The Red Viper or the Freaky Prince, whatever you want. His his paramour, his side chick, ilaria She's yeah. like the most bitter dance mom of all time. Oh she's yeah,
0: like,
2: she is. He's just angry. Like it's like Oberyn I, fought. He lost. Right. They didn't kill him.
0: Right. It wasn't murder, bitch. That's true. It wasn't. It wasn't murder. He volunteered to fight for Tyrion, mm. and he actually could have won and should have won, and he lost to you know. Again, hoisted by his own petard.
2: If he wasn't dancing and messing with the crowd, he'd have won. Monologuing.
0: Yeah. You know, he was dancing on the one-yard line instead of just going ahead and crossing, you know, the the goal line. I think
2: he saw some boys he wanted to take home. And, you know, he was (laughs) was out there just, you know, hey, look at me, you know. And 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 then they did the karate kid, sweep the leg. And that was it. You killed her and murdered her uh, and raped her. You did it. Say it. You did it. Who gave the order? Who gave the order? That was a great scene. That was Who a great scene. Did you notice that uh, his daughter, Obara, she had on the Iron Sheik shoes? Did you see him?
0: No, I didn't notice oh, her no. shoes. Go back
2: and watch that scene. Remember the Iron Sheik? Remember how his shoes curled up in the front? Yeah. He had on the Iron Sheik shoes. So I expected her to say, I spit upon Castelli Rock. I spit up. T- 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 I was Honestly, waiting for some Iron Sheik. Oh,
1: I'm looking at the shoes right now. There she goes. She looks like she's dressed up like Lin Beifong from um, Last Airbender.
2: There you go. Legend of Korra. See, I notice these things, man. I always look at a woman's feet. Like, that's important. See, I'm,
1: notice, I'm noticing the potential topless between these daughters, which one I would like to see topless first. Yeah. And it looks uh, like the little daughterish looking one, the one who calls her mom, is, uh, she. she's a leading contender.
0: That one should I be wearing the uh, I Dream Magini costume.
2: I like the one with the whip the most. I like them all, to whip be clear. Good. And wow. there goes the spear.
1: I'm watching the spear through the head right there. Boom.
2: <laughs> now, now isn't the spear someone's kill of the week? Yeah. Actually,
1: I changed mine, actually, because that was mine. But I want to go back and choose the Jaime, uh, Lannister, because when he put up the hand and caught <laughs> the sword, he was like, oh, snap, and then... St- Destroy, that's my kill of the week. Jamie's kill of the dude when he when he catches his the other guy's sword with the fake hand. That's my kill.
0: Yeah, he finally well, figured out it should spear, be use, it could be useful.
2: The spear has got to be my kill of the week, but I thought it was unnecessary. Aren't scorpions eventually going to kill him because he was in a bucket with scorpions on his head? Yeah. So why waste your spear? Just let the scorpions the sp- do what they do. Scorpions
1: weren't wasting, a- they were wasting time. Scorpions should have been scorpion to the last guy already. How long was he even in the bucket? Because they had to take the time to put the sand around back around him, then put the scorpions, then the bucket, then they had to wait for her to ride the horse across the desert to get to their mysterious tent in the middle of nowhere. That, the scorpions were sleeping.
2: <laughs> and remind me, never to go to the beach with the sand snakes. Because my daughter has buried my arms and my legs in the sand. But these girls will bear you up to your neck, like, quick. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, he's not getting out. You get a sunburn like that, and I'm, I'm the darkest one in here. <laughs> they
1: don't have any control of the sand, do they? Because that sand was even. You know what I'm saying? When you dig sand, there's usually some signs that you dug around
2: the area. Like, you don't automatically level the sand out like these people did. No, they're good, man. They're some of the best beach girls ever.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> now we got another rowboat. First, Jamie and Braun are in a canoe, and now Tyrion gets to profile Jorah on his trip down the river. And, I mean, why did Tyrion take two moments to look at Jorah and read off his whole storyline from the last three seasons? He's, that was
0: amazing. He's Tyrion Sherlock Holmes.
2: I mean, he said, uh, bear sigil? Hmm. A little bit, a little, uh, you haven't shaved in a couple of weeks? Uh... You look pissed off? Oh, you're a Jorah from Bear Island. What were you doing in a whorehouse? Yeah.
0: Your balls are blue? You haven't <laughs> fucked in a long time.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's the best profiler in the world. Yeah. The world. And I That's thought Jorah the- was being kind of a dick. Why not let Tyrion sing Sailing by Christopher Cross as he trains for the Essos Cup? I mean, why not? He's out there, you know, trying to get his sails together. Let him have a little music. Like, let mm-hmm. the man sing. Yeah. What a jerk, man! <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then again, we get another Rhaegar Targaryen story. And then Barret, well, I call him Obi-Wan tell me, Obi-Wan is telling, you know, Daenerys that he was hitting high notes like Sam Smith in Flea Bottom. And, you know, basically that Rhaegar was the guy with a guitar at every college party. You know, the guy that doesn't wear shoes. <laughs> And he shows up with his guitar, and he just sings, and then he gives his money away. Right. So we have a big contrast here between the story that Sansa believes about Rhaegar as being a rapist and a kidnapper, oh. and what Selmy's like, he doesn't even like violence. He likes to sing to people. He likes to give the money away. Right. So, we, you know, we see this a lot. We see this now in, in modern days with wars. You know, one side of the story, they're freedom fighters. The other side of the story, they're the worst people ever. Right. And that's what we have with Rhaegar here. Now I can't never remember this next dude's name. What's his name? Hisdar Lozarek. He wants. They want the fighting pits open. They want Spartacus back. And Marine they want Spartacus. They want to fight. They want to fight. They want to fight. And Daenerys is like, "Fuck your culture." That would be like the g- g- governor of Texas banning football. She's like, "The hell with it. I'm not doing it." Mm, right. She's wrong. She's wrong on that. Yeah.
0: yeah. She. I mean,
2: I th- yeah, she is. I mean, give give the people a little something. Right. And then what's up with the sons of the harpy? They're like the KKK of Essos. They'll fight relentlessly to bring slavery back. I don't get it. They just want slavery back that bad? That they're going to kill and fight? And was the prostitute in on it? Well, the theory is that
0: the, the sons of the harpy are the, uh, are the, are the, the um, what do you call it? The masters? Yeah, the, the aristocrats, the ruling class, like incognito. Why would they know how to fight, though? yeah that doesn't make sense they do fight too well even though they're yeah, mostly i'm going
1: say the prostitute wasn't on it
0: even though they're doing mostly guerrilla Most tactics
1: and I, the, prostitute, the way she the wipes prost- away that she gives a fake tear and then she wipes away and looks at him like
2: yeah go in there you know what she was really really good she sold that well Or mm-hmm. she's a prostitute she, sold- she gets paid to you know make the fantasies real And then, of course, you know, they went Baltimore. They had a riot. The police ran down the street, and they chased after the Unsullied and started taking out cops everywhere. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, five years of hyping Sir Selmy, and he gets killed in his first fight by a bunch of homeless dudes in Halloween (laughs) masks. I'm thinking, come on, man. They've been hyping this guy up like he's the man forever. And I'm thinking, like, you know, this is a little disappointing. Young Obama... He's taking on Republicans <laughs> all by himself, talking about Aloha, bro. Check out this spear, dude. Like, you know, I want to give. Grey Worm was fighting, man. Grey Worm was doing his thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I think
2: Not only that, they're they unsullied
1: entirely. Like, I was just pointing the fact they all went out like that.
2: I think they're used to fighting in an open field in right. a regiment style. That was guerrilla warfare, as Dino likes to say. Tyrion fights with.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was. That they were they were out of their element.
2: Okay. And, and, but and, I still and, go back to Selmy. And remember, I still haven't seen a white savior fail like that since *The Last Samurai* with Tom Cruise. And remember, Oberyn taught
0: us in the brothel that uh, a spear is not good,
2: a spear or a long sword is not always good in close quarters like that. Yeah, a knife. And remember, in um, where was that at Craster's Keep? Yeah. When Jon Snow fought that guy, and he had those little knives. He was like, a long sword is stupid in here.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's that was that was uh, Selmi and uh, uh, and Gray the Unsullied's uh, problem. They they were uh, they had the wrong equipment for that type of uh, battle. Yeah, yeah close quarters. Right? Yeah.
2: So I want to give props to Selmy, though. I mean, he scored like twenty points at sixty years old. Yeah. In the NBA playoffs, but he missed his winning free throws. I mean, that's. But I mean, you know, he he went out like a G. Yeah.
0: Oh, for sure. He
1: went out like oh. a G. See, I was more impressed by
2: Grayworm's performance. Grayworm was.
1: Stuck, and he was taking him out.
2: Well, Selmy actually saved Grey Worm because Grey Worm was yeah surrounded. He doesn't come in there in the last second. Grey Worm's
0: Mm
1: -hmm. out of there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you're you you guys are falling on the side that Selmy's out dead.
0: Well, I I believe Selmy's dead, and that's my kill of the week. Yeah, Selmy, Selmy getting taken out. That's my kill of the week. Okay. So uh, pour out a little liquor for my boy Selmy. Obi-Wan sell What's me. your
2: quote of the week, man? You didn't tell me. What's your quote of the week?
0: My quote of the week is, um, I've lived an exciting life. I want okay. to die a boring death.
1: There it is. That was
0: my quote of the week. Uh, uh, my that quote was of the week quote.
1: was, um, was uh, when Melisandre, when she left <laughs> Jon Snow, and she says, you know nothing, Jon Snow. That was that was effective that was one of the reasons why i thought this was an effective episode because there was a lot of things that happened that weren't big ass moments but they were small but they yeah. were effective like M- melisandre saying that to Jon snow like damn this witch really does have some powers granted she did fire a demon out of her vagina so i'm aware she has powers <laughs> but that was like the fact that she was you know in his head or call- summoning the dead or whatever she did that was effective
2: well Lamont, what- I i wanted and- to know I wanted to know, is that Jon Snow's safe word, like, when he goes into the sex cave? It's like, you know nothing. Is that the safe word? Like, okay, I can't take it. <laughs> maybe she was yeah, trying to then, tempt him.
1: And then, uh, well, maybe she got word that he's into the kind of linguist, kind Right,
2: of linguist. right.
1: And so <laughs> she's, maybe she was, like, saying, you know nothing, Jon Snow. You sure you want to come eat some of this? And yeah, then, so yeah. that was that.
2: She wanted to be kissed by fire, like, you grit.
1: That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Down the fire crotch.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Did you so say your you quote was Yes, I, I think I said my quote was Stannis. Okay, you know? yeah, because I thought that was powerful. How he said, "You know, you're Princess Shireen of the House yeah. Baratheon. Like that shit yeah. matters. We're not about to throw you away."
0: I think, you I know? think, I think they got some black in them. Cause Shireen, I, I, I knew a girl around the way named Shireen.
2: Yeah, I know a couple brothers named Stannis.
0: <laughs> See,
2: my <laughs> yeah. yeah. middle name was Oberon.
0: <laughs> yeah Shireen and them.
2: so going forward what do you think happens let's get one prediction for next week's episode from everybody starting with Dino Red
0: okay well I don't think this is going to happen next the next episode but I do think that Jon Snow is somehow going to uh, capture the minds and the imaginations of the wildlings and get them to uh, to come around and uh, do what Stannis couldn't get him to do. That's what I predict. I think okay. Jon Snow's going to be able to do that because he, he's, he's a gangster like that. Lamont? Now...
1: This is how the show is making characters i didn't care about before a little bit more interesting i 'm interested in seeing what 's going to happen with Sansa 's story because she 's over there with those fucking psychopaths <laughs> you know, Ramsey Bolton he is a nut job so i 'm thinking next week if we 're going on what might happen next week we 're either going to see Sansa seeing how evil Ramsey is or we 're going to see her starting to you know do starting to formulate what her plan's going to be and i 'm interested to see how Sansa operates on her own,
0: but you know what though? Everybody says that about Ramsey, and, and I'm not disagreeing. He is a, a fucking nut job, <laughs> but he's not Joffrey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: but he did just
0: skin a guy in front of his kids
1: and then eating
0: right, like, but very that,
1: satisfied. That's part of his culture. But that, that guy that's part of
0: his culture, it is part of his culture. And that guy did give him reason. He doesn't. He doesn't torture, even though he enjoys the fuck out of it. Don't get me wrong. He does enjoy it, but he will not do it just to get the pleasure out
2: of it. He One does One thing it. I think about Ramsey is he kind of listens to his father, too. He, oh, yeah. His father has him in check. Like, yeah, he, he, Godfrey was totally out of control once Robert died.
0: Was, and, and, eating. and not only yeah. that, he pretty much keeps his word, too. He keeps his word, pretty much. And he said that he wasn't going to hurt Sansa, and I don't think he has any 10. Nor does he have anything to gain from it.
2: You know, because I, uh, I think he's falling in love with Sansa. And I think that's going to give her a a fucking weapon that she never thought she'd have. Yeah, yeah her
1: butt. But, but uh, what's like, his name? His, his side him. chick is going to have a problem with it, though. And oh, I think I think what's going to happen
2: there? She, he'll probably <laughs> kill. He'll kill them side chicks.
0: Yes, he will. He will. That'd, that'd <laughs> pro- that a That'll You know what? Those will probably be signs Sansa's uh, practice deaths. Like okay. he, they'll be like sick, sick them bitches, Ramsey. And then I'm also he...
1: interested to see the, the Reek Sansa eye to eye. Yeah. That'll be interesting.
2: That is gonna be interesting. I think interesting. He's, he's avoiding her. I don't think he's gonna look her eye to eye. I can't wait. I mean but, but the... I think it's gonna happen in the next week or the ne- I think Daenerys is going to the top of a building and shouting Dracarys at her loudest when she sees Selmy's dead. And you know what that means. When she says Dracarys, Dragon burns everything up. Damn. I think Marine's going up in flames. Wow. She hasn't had reason to really, she, she hasn't been hurt. You know, she's had some little shit, but I think, you know, this story about her brother and her never knowing her brother and feeling closer to her family and all of a sudden Selmy's dead, she's about to unleash, she's going Cisco, unleashing the dragon on these mugs.
1: Oh, but that's also going to be good for mm. Jorah to show up at that time when she loses her counsel, and then he shows back up. That might be good timing for him.
2: Might be, might be. But I yeah. expect some dragon, some dragon, and more dragon. We're going fucking hobbits with smog with dragon pretty soon. Here.
1: <laughs> I'm with it. It's about time.
0: We'll see. Because
1: it- that was like my favorite poster from the season was that uh, Tyrion at the front of the ship in the fog and the dragon like right behind. Him. That was such an ill shot. So I'm looking forward to seeing that play out in real life. where you know.
2: In mean, <laughs> real <laughs> life, yeah. <laughs> I'm to say, damn, where you at? Let me stay with yeah. you here. That's, that's, that's real life. Miami's nuts. <laughs> really? Y'all know what these Cubans are up to? <laughs> they got dragons and shit. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I thought they, I thought they had the alligators in the keys, but shit, they flying too.
0: <laughs> All right, yeah. All right, well, is that it? I think that's it. Thanks for having me, guys. This is fun. Hey, man. Yeah, thanks for uh, coming back. We'll definitely have to have you back again, man. In it. Added a whole other dimension to the show. Can
2: I say one more thing? Sure. We're five episodes in. Have we just said fuck Bran and Recon Stark? Oh, yeah. You, you didn't, didn't hear? Tell- like, they're nowhere to be around. Like, yeah, they can't, I, get, a, but they I can't th- get a cameo real quick? Dude,
0: I thought you knew. They made, they made the announcement like before the season started that they're not going to deal with their storyline at all this season.
2: Well, damn, that's got to suck. Yeah. Brand, they're doing something. I mean, shit, just show Recon eating a bowl of cereal and go
0: But back especially Wrecking. They haven't shown Wrecking since even before, since like the middle or the beginning of oh, last, last season. season.
2: Yeah. So, And I think he's going to be the most vicious, crazy one of them all when they all grow up. Because everybody's and forgotten about him. Well, actually, think they, he's, they think him and Brand are dead, so. Yeah. Yeah. But they I'm just space. saying, like, I, I could think, can they give a minute? To each one of them? I think that's crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what they decided. They're not gonna Season deal with six. their storyline.
2: They're what? treating them like that little the baby Simpson. <laughs> Maggie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like Jamie Foxworth. <laughs> From Family Matters, she went upstairs and never came back down. Little Judy. Oh, little Judy that's Winslow.
2: Right. That's exactly damn. who Rickon is. She she went upstairs
0: yep. and came down uh on, on, on the porn set.
2: Yeah, but unless she comes down with magic powers.
1: That little girl did porn?
0: Yeah, she did. Like Lamont. Lamont's going to his laptop. We'll we'll talk after Uh, the show. We'll talk after the show. I'll hook you up. I got the internet. I'm good. good. I know you're always ready, you know. know, (laughs) We know that now about you.
2: (laughs) Exactly. I Um, must say, what is dead will never die. And I'm out. (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right everybody thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the pot of thrones uh we will see you again next week uh in the meantime check us out on our social media hey, uh lamont uh go ahead and plug your shows sir and uh where you can be found on social media
1: yeah uh podcast called ls rules it features mostly five five song friday every friday me or someone else chooses five songs both with tone and dino have episodes that are up there on the feed if you go check it out best episodes th- ever Mm. Yep. 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 And so yep. it's a, it's on iTunes and Stitcher. I would appreciate a five-star review if you got it in your hearts to do that for me. I could use that. Uh on Twitter, I'm LS Rules, um, uh, Tumblr, Instagram, all that stuff is LS Rules. Thanks,
0: guys. All right. And, and Tom, I'm
2: Lord Let And I'm Lord Latone Heart at Latone Heart. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
0: And uh, All right. Everywhere. And uh you can find me at uh uh thrones pod on twitter or the Sizznit show and then on facebook you can find me in the dino red or the Sizznit show or uh red rock podcast network okay and uh, with that for dino red and for uh lamont stewart and for latone Hart,
2: lord latone (laughs) (laughs) we're out peace
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Family Time Travel, your one-stop destination to every place you want to be. Whether you want to go to the French Riviera on a luxurious vacation or a budget vacation to Vegas and everything in between. Family Time Travel is your one-stop destination for all your travel needs. You can go to our site at FamilyTimeTravel.Paycation.com and you can help yourself in our search engine or you can leave your contact information and one of our certified travel agents will give you a call and give you all the personalized service that you require. Family Time Travel, FamilyTime.pacation.com. Tell them
2: Dino sent you. Tone Heart and The 730 Show. Pop pop, pop culture from the dark side. He's a jackass. 730. Hold it now. Resisting arrest? Eating dry ramen noodles? Stalking my ex on Facebook? Yeah, I may need medicine. Blacker than chewed up tobacco. The 730 Show. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Spreaker.